listening to Nerds on Film with Roxy Noberry, Sean Moriarty, Gina Giovanetti, and Brian Moriarty. I can't deal. You guys, I just, I can't deal. I can't. What can't you deal with? I'm so can't, I'm can't evening at this point. Like, I just, I can't. That's Brian's thing. <sighs> yeah, I know. I just, I figured I'd take the, take the mantle eventually, right? Why can't you even right now? Oh, I just can't even because, I don't know, I just, it feels like something's missing. I don't know. I mean, I haven't, um, what's, what's this, what's this, see, this, this deep feeling inside that just, can't, oh, wait, oh, Gina's here. And what else is here? Gina's bosom. Gina, can I borrow your oh. bosom for a minute? Baby, of course. Yes, thank you. I was going to say, because you had this, oh. talking about this deep feeling inside of you, I was just like thinking, did you have a big burrito last night for dinner? Oh. Bring it oh, it's a good bosom. It's a That's, good day for a good dear bosom. God. Okay, I'm all better now. Hi, fuckers. How's it going? All right, now it's our turn. Sean? All right. <laughs> Smush your screen against your face against the screen. Let's you do guys, I'm having like real bad separation anxiety right now. And oh, I you'll be fine. Seriously, but you know what? I will because my girl Jean is here and all is well. The balance is re- is once restored. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Gina has proven herself already I in know. a very short period of time as being a very capable co-host. I'm sorry for missing out last time, guys. You it's know okay. how much I love y'all and to be life fair, is kind of weird right now. But To hey. be fair, this is really truly the first episode with the new hosts as they are. What? That's very true. This is true. Yeah, it is oh true because the, I went after that was Sarah's official last episode, I say that in air quotes, was Sean and I. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. she came back for Wonder Woman. Yeah, so. very quickly. At a girl. Speaking yeah. of coming back for Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, since you weren't able to make it, please share your thoughts. I know, right? Real quick, um, I fucking loved it so much on father's day i took my mother to see it after for our, both of our second viewings because we both loved it so much and take that patriarchy i'm I, taking my mom to see wonder woman on you. father's day yeah dude my mom has basically been my mom and my dad so it's kind of like the ultimate like the feminist in me just felt so proud of that and my mom and i were able to connect on it which was really awesome because my mom and i don't really connect on a lot of movies and she really, really dug it because everything about that movie just inspired her and empowered her. And for somebody who lived through, you know, a, a certain wave of feminism in her youth, I think for her to be able to see a movie like this in her lifetime was really fucking cool. So for awesome. me, for me to be able to like celebrate that with her um, was really special. Cool. And uh, I love my girl Connie Nielsen. Um, she definitely gave me, uh, you know, gladiator vibes. I, I loved her character in that film. I mean, that film was one of my favorite movies of all time. So to see her kind of stepping back into that sort of, you know, empress role was really cool. She's born to play a role like that. Totally. So. And, you know, we didn't talk Green about apologize. it, but she was freaking awesome. And I love the moment where he like, she is holding back, holding back, holding back. Yeah. But then when she has to actually take, you know, charge and take battle, she flips off of her horse. Right. And then kills three soldiers and she, when she lands. Hands. So she flips off her horse, so takes and out then, her sword midair, and then kills two soldiers. Oh God. But then, <laughs> like, amazing. the greatest line, I think, in the whole movie, besides, obviously, Wonder Woman's, you know, uh, re- you know, things at the end, um, what was her, her goodbye to um, Diana, where she says, you know, you have been my greatest joy, and now you are my <laughs> deepest sorrow. Sean is already having up. a quivering lip moment. No, no it's because well, that was our movie quote you shouldn't say after Yeah. Really? <laughs> 
yeah. fucked up. Oh probably. god, no. He's totally yeah, I obviously haven't listened to the episode yet. Bad me. Um no, but that was a, a, quite a beautiful moment. And if not nomin- nomination worthy, I, I I don't know what else because Well, any other thoughts? Yeah, um I I okay, <laughs> seeing a horde of female soldiers riding out into battle mm-hmm. was one of the coolest things I've ever seen on film. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. Patty Jenkins knocked it out of the fucking park directorially. Mm-hmm. You did. We were watching, uh, I shared the article with um, the nerds last week. Their costume designer who um, who was talking about how she gushed over the costume design. Yeah. And how it was all based in, because she always talks about even with fantasy, you must base costume design in reality of oh, some yeah. sort. And the fact that the costume designer did their research made it look not only period accurate but functionally accurate mm-hmm. to female warriors and not just like oh let's make them have big boobs no right left breastplates yeah. dude they put left breastplates because they knew about you know chafing no i mean they knew because like you know to make it more functional for right bone well, and cover. because the other option was you know the original amazons you know cut their boob off or that uh, and i don't think <laughs> yeah. they were going to do that so functionality exactly um no i think everything was just amazing and solid and it's definitely um one of my top films of the year um if not the decade i actually think i didn't say this last time i think there is a possibility that it's not too far-fetched that we could have both logan and wonder woman as best picture nominees this year <laughs> you i don't me think the they'll shivers. win but I think it's possible mm. that they'll be considered mm. and that they could end up in one of those lists of the I hate movies. to say it, but I don't think uh, – this is the fucked up thing. I don't think either of them are going to get nominated. But mm. I wish we could get to a point where they well, can a boy can dream. What about Golden Globes, guys? I mean, I get Golden Globe, absolutely. Yeah, I get the feeling that like – MTV Movie Award, <laughs> fucking shoo-in. Best <laughs> left hit. I get the feeling that like we saw Mad Max kind of get to that point sure. where it was nominated at least for a couple things. If I think it was it was nominated for Best Picture, yeah. right? And yeah, it didn't necessarily win Best Picture, but I think looking you know between Logan and Wonder Woman, I get the feeling if one of them is kind of going to take precedent over the other, I do feel like it might be logan especially because that one does have a little bit more of the drama in it it's not it's less of a comic book movie and more of you know a A western drama western as opposed Mm -hmm. to you look at wonder woman and it's still very much a comic book movie for multiple reasons and so you can i mean i could i could see the arguments being made for both of them and i would hope so but i don't know what do you think gina costume design and set design Oh, for oh, Wonder Woman. God, yeah. Oh, they're dead ringers for that. Yeah. I wasn't oh, even God, questioning yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> like that, that <laughs> down nice, to the minute details. That yeah. nice, like, the chest plates and yeah. things that isn't that, like, god-awful, like, video game bikini top boob armor that's Well, no, I mean, that's all based off of uh, 19, you know, that's pinup costuming, right? You want to talk oh, about yeah. source material, though, obviously those costume designers, but, like, what that one costume designer did in her Twitter thread... Mm-hmm. Um, breaking it down, I really appreciated how she kind of she didn't necessarily like mock the fact that those other costume designers based it off of you know bustiers and whatever, but it definitely goes to show you I think what this costume designer how serious they took this project oh, and totally. how I think I want to like I want to say how much more I guess 
longevity I feel like they wanted to put into this film. Yeah. That it wasn't just going to be a one and done kind of thing. It wasn't just going to be a, you know, a, a sort of throwaway action comic book movie. Right. It was going to yeah. be a, a, a benchmark, if anything. And sure. it has been. It's the, it's the best DC film or the highest grossing DC film of all time, right? Yeah. Uh, at this point in the DCEU, yeah, it yeah. is. Um, Dark Knight, I think, is still the highest grossing DC property. Sure. Wow, uh, but okay. since they tried to launch the universe... Um, it's, I'd it's, say that the, the bar has been set y'all. Yeah. And, it's, um, it's the highest in the uh, uh, United States. It hasn't outtaken it worldwide yet, but it's right. close. It's getting cool. real close. Yeah. It's very exciting. Um, really good stuff. Yeah. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerds on Film. I am Brian Moriarty. I'm Roxy Noberry. I'm Gina Giovanetti. And I'm Sean Moriarty. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Now, <laughs> now, there was that one person who gave us that feedback a while ago that, guys, seriously, stop with the superheroes. There's more to life than just DC, Marvel, and Star Wars. Well, that's true. However, <laughs> not on this. There is. Right? Holy <laughs> However, shit! There's I'm a just whole saying, new you know, world. There's a higher volume of these movies coming out now per year. Over, sideways, and under. And we would be <laughs> exactly. We would be remiss in our duties as nerds if we didn't talk about them. <laughs> well, you know what? I've made this argument before that I personally I felt a little burned out by the MCU. Sure. And I feel really kind of relieved that Wonder Woman kind of reinvigorated my excitement. For it was a palate cleanse. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a palate cleanser. But so. what possibly could get Roxy back right into the MCU? Thor fucking Ragnarok, y'all. It's really? Be fucking Are you fucking baller. kidding me? What podcast are we doing? <laughs> I'm right just now. saying because I love my Chris's, but I know what you're talking about, Sean. We're talking yeah, about Spider-Man. fucking Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I refer to him as Spider-Man. 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 Yeah. Paul Spider-Man, attorney at law. <laughs> Paul Spider-Man. Oh, um, my boy Spider-Man. Office, office right next to Marie Batman. Marie Batman. <laughs> Marie Batman, exactly. Accounting? We actually had a whole list of, of uh, I think I still have it somewhere, of superheroes and what their like occupations are. Oh my, god. oh my god. I feel like I just blew my load though, because Sean really set me up for a good one to talk about my boy Spidey, but I'm really also excited for Thor, so I'm kind of holding both excitements. Well, no, totally. Have you been, because have you I love been my injured person. in a supervillain attack? Call the, uh, the law offices of Logan, Spider Man, and Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah, so y'all. Oh, okay. Well, well, Sean knows that I was super, like, jaded about Spider Man, right? But I'm glad that we get to talk about him today, because he's my all time fave. Yeah, so. Spider-Man has, unfortunately, a checkered history with the silver screen. Everybody gets one, remember? <laughs> right. Everybody gets one, I mean, one good one? I mean, Everyone gets one. unfortunately, Spider-Man, Spider-Man was one of those movies that was in development hell up until the late 90s. Ugh, I mean, there was the, the attempt that James Cameron tried making in the 90s. There was the 1970 movie, which was really just a TV movie for the, the short-lived TV series. Um, but there was the original animated series that we all loved. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man does whatever yeah. Spider-Man Totally, with can. the guy who was the voice of Greg Brady. Right. Uh, Christopher Barnes. Well, that's the 90s one. There was the one from the 60s that we all watched in reruns, and yeah. then they brought the one with uh, Greg Brady. No, the one in the, from 90s. the 60s. Then they had that weird digitally animated one that was on no. MTV2 when the movies were out. Do you guys remember that one? No. Vaguely. What? Dude, t- tell him. Say more. Okay, so the one that we all love that had that Spider-Man song, where it began was the 1967 Spider-Man animated show, which we would see in reruns. And then in 1981, there was an animated series. So I guarantee you we actually saw mixes of both of those and kind of, you know. 
mixed up which ones were which. But the then 1960- there was the one in 1994. Yeah. Well, there was two in 1981. Uh-huh. There was the animated series, and then there was Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Uh-huh. And then 94 is the one that had uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes, which is that guy that played Greg Brady from uh, the Brady Bunch movies. That's Sean, the which one is the we one that really I get all from. my memes from, though? That's probably the 67 one, honestly. Right? I mean, sassy yeah. Spider-Man? Come on now. Then there was another. There was Spider-Man Unlimited in 1999. And then uh, the new animated series was the 2003 one that was on MTV. And it had uh, it had some awesome voices. Well, they actually put Michael Clark Duncan in as the Kingpin because that was so close to when Daredevil came out. Oh. And uh, who the hell? Oh, yeah. Spider-Man was NPH, yo. NPH was Spider-Man. That's right. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got to say... I loved the 80s Spider-Man one because not that there was anything wrong with the 1967 one, but I remember watching on videotape uh, an episode where Spider-Man had to go up against Doctor Doom. And yes. I loved it because, I mean, Marvel didn't care about, like, properties at that point. It was like, yes, he's a Fantastic Four villain, but screw it. We're going to put him in the animated series anyway. And it was great. And it was this whole thing where, like, uh, he hypnotized the UN to make him the world leader, like the leader of the world. And... Uh, literally the world leader <laughs> yeah the world leader of the world yeah it was um it was title is pretty redundant. awesome um and that was my first exposure to spider-man and that was that was a vhs <gasps> Ryan, that you, you bought or that you got like in a happy meal remember when they used to give tapes out they did but no i think dad oh got it for me or i think it might have been one of my aunts who got it for me as a gift Ryan, do you from like suncoast you just made a spidey pun you said did exposure I? to spider-man that's how Peter got his powers from exposure to a radioactive spider. Well, he wasn't exposed; he was bitten. Oh, but he I was exposed it... to the radiation of the spider through the bite. Oh, I thought it was a photo. But it's also been retconned to say he was a genetically <laughs> oh, modified. Oh, that too! That too! God damn it! Yeah. I mean, it's now been. I mean, it's now been retconned to say Jake, it was a mutated spider. It was oh, a fine. like a genetically modified spider. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that I mean, okay, fine. It's a photography joke, whatever. So why, why are we talking about Spiderman? Oh, I don't know. Because I have such a girl boner for him. It's because Homecoming is coming out in three days ago. Yeah. (laughs) In three days ago. No, because we haven't done one yet, have we? We really haven't. I've talked a lot about Spidey and I've complained a lot about Spidey because I haven't been happy with how Spidey's been portrayed. When the Andrew Garfield movies came out, I had a lot of hopes and I hated it. And I, I mean, did I hate it? I really didn't like it, though. So the thing is, we've always had, like, rhyming schemes when it comes to interpretations. Mm. Like, we did the Mobro Batman show for our Batman (laughs) retrospective and the Mobro Soup show for Superman. Mm -hmm. So we have to come up with some, like, what, the the Roxy Moxie. The The Roxy gets her socks off on The Roxy Moxie Spidey show. (laughs) It doesn't quite have the same. The Foxy Roxy Spider Proxy. (laughs) I love it. The Foxy Roxy Spider Proxy. There we go. Yeah, this sounds like an episode title of The Big Bang Theory. Jesus. Okay, fine. I, I, I'm not complaining. I love it. Okay. Continue. <laughs> so, sorry. I remember you, when the Andrew Garfield ones came out, you were a little bit conflicted. I like, was so conflicted. You love, you love Spider-Man and you love Andrew Garfield, mm. but it just didn't seem to work out with the two of them together. No, it did not. It was not a match made in, in uh, comic nerd in heaven. But you know what? I was really disappointed with the Gwen Stacy um, death scene. Really? Spoilers if you have That was no one of the know. best parts of I because thought. The second uh, Amazing no, Spider-Man what 2. No, ended up hap- No, I mean, here's the thing, right? The mythology is is that Spider-Man in the comics was responsible for her death. That his web sling snapped bro- her neck. Yeah, right? it snapped her neck. In the movie, her hitting the ground, the impact 
snapped her neck. So it made him guiltless. But he's Andrew Garfield. We can't make him guilty because kids can't tolerate that shit. I mean, I still feel like... Adults I, who read comics can. I mean, I get kids your point. Kids who see these movies can't. I get your point. I still feel like they made it play like he felt responsible. That he, like he, could, that he wasn't able to save her in time. But you clearly see her hit the ground. No, totally. Well, in the comics, snaps, she doesn't touch the ground. Then her hits the ground. I was gonna say, wasn't it? Either in way, that one, wasn't oh, it sorry. a little bit ambiguous? She like bounced. Could... She literally bounced. Oh. She literally bounced like a balloon. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, okay. But in the in the comic, there's an entire panel dedicated to him holding her by his web and her her just. And you hear the neck crack. Laying yeah. there, oh. and she's just laying mid. She's completely suspended midair, and his web is the only thing holding her. Yeah. And her back is complete. I mean, she's like exorcist status. Her back is completely broken. Well, so also with interesting is so in the original original comic where she dies right. she was unconscious because of some drug that the green goblin had given her right right they retconned it to say that even though she was that she was paralyzed but fully conscious so her hearing spider-man's voice mm. and connecting that it was peter she actually died super pissed off that that peter was spider-man because she was in love with peter but she hated spider-man because she blamed <laughs> him for the death of her father right Right. Uh, which they completely deflated in the movie because yeah. she knew he was Spider-Man from before. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and a buddy of mine recently got me um, the a volume of uh, Spider-Gwen. So Gwen Stacy becomes Spider-Woman. It's an alternate universe, right? Where yeah. She's one bitten. Total, and, and if anything, in this alternate universe, uh, Peter Parker has passed away. Okay. So she is taken on the mantle. Got it. And it's such a great, I, I want to say like revisionist exploration of that entire mythos because it just empowers her so much and i'm so happy to see gwen stacy just step into her own like and just kick fucking ass with all the same powers but that much more depth and complexity as a fully fledged human being not just a chick in a you know spandex costume being a, a female superhero no it's like she's a fully fledged person Right. And I know they they've attempted because there was the whole universe where they did that was all the kids of like the superheroes and then they did Spider Girl where it was like May Parker. It was like Peter Parker's Oh right. Um, right. daughter. Yeah. With I think I'm assuming it was Mary Jane. Yeah, it was with the, MJ. Yeah. Um, they had a kid, yeah. And that she ends up having a crush on Franklin Richards from the Fantastic right. Five and all that stuff. Like But okay, so here's my thing about homecoming and I told Sean this a while ago. I think I told all of you guys too. I'm really fucking sick and tired of seeing him as a teenager, but I understand the MCU, the current MCU production sort of motivation behind it because they want to give this Tom Holland kid a shot. They want to sure. see him achieve, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. longevity. They want to see him grow into adult Spider-Man, adult Peter Parker, who is somebody that I have been aching and craving to see because I have just like blocked out Spider-Man 3 in my mind forever has, as really. a coping mechanism. <laughs> um, and I can't wait to see adult Spidey. I want to see him in adult relationships. I don't want to see him, you know, surviving high school anymore. Yeah. I want to see him, you know, kicking ass with the Avengers and dealing with adult shit. All right, so the problem when they reboot these movies is they always have to put them back in high school. Now, I see what you're saying, Roxy. When I was, But when I was in my 20s, I was like, yeah, I like to see adult Spider-Man with adult problems with <laughs> this high school bullshit. But now that I'm 34 years old and I have gray chest, chin, and ball hairs and I'm desperately clinging to any piece of my youth that I can, I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine with him being back in high school. 
Oh my god. See, I have to laugh because in these Spider-Man movies, we're supposed to be seeing Spider-Man getting older, but I feel like visually he looks like he's Benjamin Buttoning. Because like he is Andrew, totally Benjamin Andrew Buttoning. Andrew Garfield looks younger than Tobey Maguire, and and Tom Holland looks younger than Andrew Garfield. This but is like exactly my point. Well, so, so here's why. I Benjamin feel like a pedophile. But well, no, one one of the things too is like. The thing with Homecoming is, yeah, he's still in high school, yeah. but it's it's established that he is Spider-Man already, right? We don't need to see another Spider-Man We're not origin seeing his origin story. again. Please, exactly. God, okay. no more. Yeah. No more. Now, here's the trade-off, though, is this entire Homecoming trilogy, which was what is being unofficially called, is going to take place with him being in high school. <sighs> he's As far as you know, he's not going to leave high school. That could can change. He, can he just have, like, a throwaway year in college where <laughs> and he just gets, like, here is why... off jungle juice and, like... <laughs> The front yard of Aunt May's. And, like, you want to oh, see the? Well, you want to see Spider Man? Also, Aunt like, May is Benjamin buttoning all as well. <laughs> okay, so here's why. Exactly. So here is why both those characters are Benjamin buttoning. So uh, Tobey Maguire was 29 years old when he took the part of Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield was 25, different. maybe 26, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom but Holland he looks is, 12, like 19. When you took yeah, the part, yeah, that's true. He does. He, he does look he's, twelve. He's got, he's and the same thing. You got face. Rosemary Harris, who was like in her eighties when she did the part, because they want because mm-hmm. Sam Raimi really wanted the old, you know, borderline helpless looking Aunt May. Then Mark Webb wanted a more independent one. That's why they got Sally Field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now, now Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Can we who, just like refer to Sam Raimi as the Voldemort? One and two are dope. Spider Man. <laughs> no, because he we we can't forget. Yeah. And there is and three yeah, the well, studio interfered. Okay, with. so you guys heard it wasn't his released, vision. When they released the Blu-ray trilogy recently, they had an editor's cut of Spider-Man Three that actually was accidentally released on Amazon by itself first, and they actually took it down after a few days. It was a special feature that that goes with that. Did you guys hear about the editor's <laughs> cut? Yeah, so they cut out like they cut out a bunch of stuff that I was like, why they cut that out? No, they cut no. out no. Aunt May um, giving him the ring, the, that whole exchange, but they kept emo Spider-Man in when they could have, you know, they could have cut part those parts out, airbrushed, digitally animated something <laughs> better than that. Yeah, no kidding. What well, just so we have to remember with Spider-Man three that the original plan was Spider-Man three was going to end with Eddie Brock being covered by the symbiote. And Spider-Man 4 was going to be Venom. And they were done Ugh. shooting. And the studio said, no, we want Venom in Spider-Man 3. Hmm. So they had to so they had to write a whole new third act, go back. Which is why if you look at like the whole ending with the black tendrils, Ugh. the black webbing, yeah. it looks so fucking shoddy because it was slapped together at they the last They still would have had Eddie Brock. But now, oh, now we're going to get a better Venom. They still would have had Eddie Brock be Which is not going to be connected to the MCU. Though. Who happens mm-hmm. to be Eric Foreman from that 70s show and should not be in the movie. They, yeah, they still would have had him be that guy, except <laughs> that it's just like it won't get casting. shitty till the Hope next movie. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, guys: Eddie Brock was actually in Spider-Man One. They cut his scenes out, but there was actually they introduced Eddie sympathize. Brock in Spider-Man. Was there one. like a bully figure? There was a character. If you look in IMDb, there is a there is a guy who says Eddie Brock. Oh. He's Brian, in the, what he's, else was uh, cut out of Spider-Man? Apparently, he's in the background of a couple of Daily Planet scenes. Oh, oh. His yeah, little yeah. Your your part when you were in an extra. Uh, my 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 little uh, entrance into Hollywood. You were in Spider-Man 1? I was an extra, yeah. What? Tell the story. Brian, how did I fucking not know I about this? I've told the story before. Have no, I not told the story before? You did no. not. <laughs> okay, so. More, Brian, 
Moriarty, I am disappointed in you, young man. Okay, so... You have withheld this vital where, information. Where, they, where were they okay, shooting? Okay, they calm your tits. Okay. No, my tits are totally erect right now. I know, and it's very alarming. So please... <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm like, no. Please do something, okay? It's Just so hot. Cover them up. Just shirt. cover them up. It's the dead of summer, okay? I can't help it. Seriously, oh, they're like God. Nazi boots. They keep looking at you if you turn. They're like um, precog juniors. Like, okay, so like let us turn back the clock <laughs> to the year two thousand and one. <coughs> okay, turn back the clock to the dawn of time and sing this song with me. Da, 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 da. Oh, two thousand one, Brian. I was a senior we're in high school. We're back. Any we're back fans oh, in here? Yeah. Those yeah. are the glory days. Yes, glory hole days. And the Sony had. Sony had put the word out through all of the nerdy comic book um, <coughs> hype sites that they were looking for uncredited extras. It was like comicbookmovies.com. It was not as a nerdy No, it was. It was other ones no like superherohype.com, <laughs> uh, which uh, comingsoon.net, mm-hmm. um, other major ones, which are now major um, ones. Um, so they were looking for uncredited extras, mm. and uh, you could just sign up. It was simple as that. So I we looked at the dates and there was two dates. One was in January, one was in April. In LA, I couldn't make January work in LA. Um, I talked to, I called my grandmother because my grandmother lives a quarter mile from Sony Pictures. Wow. And the original shooting was going to be was at Sony Pictures. I'm like, oh my god, a quarter mile away. I could. It was like, why don't you just sign up for it? What do you mean? So you could have stayed here if you wanted to. I'm like, okay, hold on. So I called my dad. And <laughs> it took said, you that long to figure. They're out. looking for Spider-Man extras. <laughs> so they, he said, okay, let me talk to your mom. So they called me, called me back 15 minutes later and said, okay, so we'll, we'll split a plane ticket for you to go down for the weekend to be in Spider-Man. You guys sign up Barbara to, to, I said, okay, fine, great. So I signed up my grandma and me. What my were you afraid like of? That, like, Willem Dafoe is going to try to mouth fuck you on and set? So, you have to have an adult. Funny st- he no, looks no, 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 like no, no, the type. No, 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 no. So, okay, so let me finish the story. So we do it. It goes, it was shot in, I think, late April, early May. And it was shot in this back lot in the middle of LA world that Unity. they had converted to. And it was the World Unity Festival. Uh-huh. So the that whole. The what? The World Unity Brian Festival. Brian actually oh. stole yeah, a prop that he wasn't supposed to steal. Oh, or like Macy Gray. Yeah, yeah, the first time you see the goblin bomb shit. So um, they. <laughs> so here's what, what happened. So they had taken, and they had done the first floor, the first story, basically, of Times Square. Because everything else was just going to be matted in, in so post. Cool. Movie and um, we were there was a bunch of cool shots. Like we saw the whole um, trail of bullets that Spider Man was running from, and did the and he did the flip. Um, and then there was one shot where you're running in front of this hotel lobby, and with the final shot in the film is it's the glider hovering on its own, where the goblin jumps onto it and then flies off. That was all computer generated. Wow. Um, I was in that shot, and I made sure I got to the front of the front of the of the spacing every time. So I got on camera for every single take. Punched a lot of babies. And then to get to what they ended up doing? Row. No, no. Well, so the funny thing is, I was doing it, and then you see Barbara, who is shorter than everybody else there, and she's running with a little balloon. So you see me running, and you see this little balloon following me basically on camera. That's probably why they cut it out. It's like, what the fuck is going on with that? What is this uh, balloon? Um, oh, that's so, such a good story, though. Um, oh, so cool. they cover it. With CGI smoke. So wow. I've looked so hard. There is, you cannot f- see me. 4K, Brian. You haven't seen, the last time you tried to find yourself, we went meticulously frame by frame with a DVD player on an old TV. Oh True. God, but that being you said. You haven't gone through a Blu-ray or even a 4K But I have Blu-ray. a feeling they always do a remastering when they do that. So they're going to go through it again. It's like, 
What's that fucking balloon doing there again? Put some more smoke in there. Put some sort of... Put, put, put some more, more smoke, smoke in there. Oh my god. Put more show. smoke on the balloon. I can't believe that is your Spider-Man story. Oh, man. that's awesome. Wait, no, but tell them how you, how you fucking robbed a pennant, a cup, and fake money Please. that blew out of they a had building. World Unity Festival. They specifically told you, don't take anything with you. Everything's super secret. You signed an NDA. Whatever. And he comes back, he's like, look at all my shit. So... so <laughs> So, so first of all, it was Barbara who did it, Ooh, not Barbara, me. You're sneaky, sneaky. Not me. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a little Jewish grandmother purse. You could fit fucking a whole hat rack oh, in there. Oh God! Yeah. Poppins yeah. Purse. Mary Poppins bag. Way Poppins to reinforce an ethnic stereotype. Um, and <laughs> the funny thing is, we people. I mean, it ended up on eBay. Not my stuff, but people mm-hmm. were other people were doing it too. That's amazing. And the thing is, guys, it's they always say that, but honestly, like, what are they gonna do? Like the Sony Ninja is gonna come out in the middle of the night and say you took a World Universe Festival no, cup. Pascal's Sony is a Japanese company. Well, also, Why would you say ninjas? That was a racial the stereotype. Fucking Yakuza right? is gonna come beat your ass. Also, like I'm, I'm assuming you just kept it for like shits. Like check it out. I was in Spider Man. You didn't like try to sell I, it. No, 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 no. I didn't try to sell it. Barbara tried selling hers, and the guy wouldn't take it. Oh my um, god, Barbara. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what did uh, did you give? Didn't you give a piece of that to Eric Armin? Uh, I think I gave Eric Armin a piece, and I had for the longest time. They had all this money that had been um, like blown around and burnt up, so I had a fake hundred dollar bill mm-hmm. that was that was had been damaged, burned, burned yeah. for wow. the for, and I kept that for years as my little memento, yes. and then I, I think it, unfortunately it got too. Aged and weathered, and you it didn't because I didn't keep it in the frame. I should have kept it in the frame. Went through the you wash. Sp- just Brian admit it. You spent it at the pink poodle unknowingly. <laughs> no, in there was no. It says so instead of so instead of saying United States of America, it says motion picture money on it. It's very very clearly yeah. not. There's not no money. like like Can they're we, very clear. It's like as it's a not. frame of reference for everybody that's not from the South Bay area. The pink poodle is the <laughs> resident like C-section scar and black eye strip club of the Bay Area. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fun fact: It's a couple. It's a couple shops down from my favorite bar, though. Right? So, yep. No, it's basically. Sh- shame, it's... I'm gonna shamelessly plug Seven Stars Bar and Grill, Star Wars themed <laughs> dive bar in the Bay Area. Hey. They're awesome. It's pretty good. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Awesome time. I'm there every week for trivia. So that's the story of pretty how. Much the red light district. Now the funny thing was. Now here's the interesting thing. So there was a ton of extras there, and just a ton of extras. And a lot of times, what you can do, what actors do when they are struggling for work is you no know, they say that these are non-union um unpaid uncredited extra parts right but then they what they, and studios expect this now unfortunately but there's oftentimes extras who come in and they waive their sag card mm-hmm. and because they've already signed a contract they have to now pay them sag rate per day give them a costume and give them something so they end up having to shoot footage that they know they're never going to use because they waive their sag card which i thought was very fascinating so I found out after the words that if I really tried hard enough, I might have been able to get, if I would gotten a piece of paper signed, basically, I could have gotten a waiver signed that would have helped me get points to join SAG. Hmm. Um, but I think you have to also, I think it has to be paid. I don't think you can be hmm. doing it unpaid. So I think and that would have been a But you won't do porn like I've been telling you for years. You won't do porn, Mario. You're on you camera. You have lines. You've got the chest hair. I mean. It's a speaking it role, Brian. Yes. Sure, you're proud. saying take it all, bitch. But still, it's a line. <laughs> take it all. End quote. What's the subtext in this scene? Oh God. He Speaking really... of subtext, yeah. How are we um, feeling about the direction that Spider-Man is going with the Avengers? I all think. About it. Yeah. I think they're very clearly working him toward becoming a member of the Avengers. 
And it's fine because we know at this point with Infinity War that it's the end of the line for a few of the characters. We know Guardians of the Galaxy is going to go past because they have, they've already signed up for Volume 3 and they're not going to do Volume 3 before Infinity War. Right. So we know Guardians is going to carry on. We know Spider-Man is going to carry on because Kevin Feige has said that in interviews. Um, we're probably going to see Captain America die. I just have a feeling he's probably gonna he's oh, probably not gonna make it past part text. two of Infinity War. So <laughs> I know um, we'll see we'll see what happens with Thor. I mean the Hulk probably will still don't, be there at some point. Don't say but that. <laughs> I have a feeling they're gonna do they're gonna make they're gonna do Captain America Sam Wilson uh, and make him Captain oh, America Falcon. like Falcon. Yeah, I would to be fair. I would much rather have Captain America like see Captain America die than have that horrible thing that marvel has done where captain america like a sleeper is hydra a, agent yeah is, yeah is sleeper hydra agent like Ugh. that's fucking stupid and i'm sick of this like white supremacist bullshit that they're doing so yeah and apparently they said you gotta listen to read the whole story he's it's gonna turn around well sure but he's done some pretty horrendous things he's yeah like, he's if he's playing double agent he's in deep he's like super super deep cover at this point yeah also that was everywhere so i'm not gonna put a spoiler warning yeah. on that no that was a big yeah. controversy by the way totally huge. um huge so i think i'm, I'm looking forward to it honestly yeah. i want to see if they pull any other characters who we haven't seen in a long time because the event pretty much every marvel character at one point or another aside from the x-men except for wolverine because he has been an avenger has been a member of the Avengers at some point. Mm. Like, well, I heard Scarlett Johansson on um, Colbert the other night talking about how in Infinity War there's going to be something like sixty. Uh, yeah, it's going to feature every MCU oh, wow. character who hasn't died, basically. Right. Uh, is is going to be in the movie in some way. So more so. than likely, we're going to see some swapping in. Thank and, God and they have in. sixty. Jeez, what the fuck are Hawkeye and fucking Black Widow going to do up there? Like, we got guns <laughs> in space. <laughs> Guns in space. <laughs> to, quote, to quote Hawkeye in Age of Ultron, look, I, 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 I fire arrows and we're in a city that's floating. None of this makes sense. None of this makes sense. <laughs> yeah, what's he going to do? You basically... can't shoot an arrow in space. It... So, Physics. If you um, shoot an arrow in space, can you hear it scream? Can we bring it back home for a moment? Um, bring it back so homecoming. I want to ask bring you guys. Bring it back homecoming. Oh, my God. Gina. Yes. Oh, Put it here. Oh. Okay. So I want to ask you Segway. guys Segway. your favorite moments from the different iterations. I was going to say, favorite, favorite moments from the Super, or Spider-Man movie you haven't favorite, seen favorite, yet. Favorite, favorite <laughs> moment from the story I told you about when I was a Spider-Man extra. Tell me the favorite moment. Was it Tell the balloon? Tell me your favorite moments about me. Was it the balloon? Yeah, just talk about me more. Just talk about my hair. Um, no, seriously. Uh, what was your favorite McGuire moment? What was your favorite Garfield moment? It has okay. to be when he ate the lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking from a nostalgic point of view as a kid who went to see Spider-Man 1 completely unknowing. And this is back when we had the old Century Theaters, by the way. So, the Dome. My first movie. I know. I just triggered Brian so badly. I'm sorry, Brian. Listen to F. Chode Reed, everybody, to hear about that. F. Chode Reed. My first and last time I ever saw a movie. For the record, they still haven't torn them down. Spider-Man 1. They still haven't torn them down. It was epic. Um, was the moment when he discovered his uh, web shooters and he did like the whole like oh, thing with his wrist. Shazam! He was like, go web! Go web! <laughs> go web! Yeah, that's right. By the way, huge controversy there for hardcore Spider-Man fans. Before that movie came out, everybody was real pissed that they made the web shooters organic and that they thought it was an integral part of Peter Parker's brilliance that he was supposed to create the web shooters. Well, oh, they no. brought that back though. They yeah, they brought it yeah. back. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So it they corrected it. Well, so James Cameron. That was a James Cameron idea Ugh. that they had worked in. That they were organic. Organic. That they were gang. It was uh, there from the very very earliest of uh, screenplays, um, and I think Sam Raimi liked the idea because he thought that he. Peter Parker was smart, but not so smart that he could develop something that even 3M couldn't develop. Yep. Mm. So that but was There his was logic. a website in the year 2000 called <laughs> noorganicwebshooters.com that we was. signed a petition for. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. So, fans, I'm sorry. Can Y'all I just say this for a second? Freaks. <laughs> Doing a, making a petition for something will do nothing. Oh, we were it in high worked. school, Brian. We were idiots. Okay. Like no, it worked. No, no. This were the days of MySpace, Brian. People think because of the one time they wrote in. MySpace and, and Zanga. To, okay, hold on. People think because of the one time they're able to write in and get Star Trek back on the air, that there's like, fans, unite, we have power! <laughs> and they realize, okay, that was the 60s when there was like three channels. Three like, channels and Walter Cronkite? Yeah, like pretty much. Like, guys, doing a petition now is just going to piss off the studios a little bit more. I know. That's all it's going to do. Seriously, unless you get... Unless you get 20 million signatures, yeah, you're not going to get shit. Did you guys see the petition for the Red Lady in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride that they are want you... to keep her? Oh, story yeah. In? Exactly. That's are you thing. saying that studios are that vindictive these days? Like, that, that we'll sign a petition or something about his web shoes and they're like, you know what? Fuck these guys. We're putting it in his butt like a real spider. They shoot out of his fucking butt now. Put it in his butt. <laughs> and just as he shoots his web shooters, we'll put some smoke in there. Put some smoke. <laughs> put some smoke. Why is a balloon following his butthole? <laughs> Amen, y'all. Oh, so Amen. Good. I love Okay, this. so you like the whole go web go. No, yeah, that was just sequence, always stood out great. to me as one of the okay, most so, iconic and what's your favorite, moments. What's your favorite Garfield moment? Bless you, Toby Maguire, you Goomba. <laughs> He is a freaking Goomba. I don't even oh know how to describe him. His name's Maguire. He's not Italian. You know Goomba is like a, a <laughs> racial slur for an Italian, right? Oh, god damn it. <laughs> I apologize well, to all it's Italians. it's also bad guys in Super Mario Brothers. I know that and I am Italian. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. Let me rephrase that. On racism He's a freaking doofus. Um, okay, so, okay, what's your favorite Garfield moment? My favorite Garfield moment? <laughs> the end? Garfield was my favorite Garfield moment. <laughs> The part where he eats a lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that might be the runner-up. That might be the runner-up for the episode title. <laughs> you get just, see, guys. I'm just picturing him in his suit, just like sitting there on his bed, just like chopping up some leftovers, fucking chowing down, and, and just completely. Waiting. It's so yeah. good that he's breaking character. He's like, it's really, really good. It's really good, man. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh my God. You don't, You guys can't see how hard she's laughing. Like, oh she's my God. like full on squinting veins <laughs> popping out of her neck right now. Oh. It's a wonder to behold. Didn't you miss the podcast? It's therapeutic, it. isn't it? So okay, okay, so clearly you don't have a, game, a, a Garfield moment. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm so a, I'm uh, Gina, kid. what was your favorite Maguire moment? What was your favorite Garfield moment? Okay, favorite Maguire moment is definitely going to be from Spider-Man 1, okay. Tobey Maguire, just because, like, 2 like two is okay, and then I don't think anybody's favorite moment is going to be from 3, unless they yeah. ironically say it's emo Spider-Man. Um, emo Spider-Man. So I, uh, My I favorite part is get... where Spider-Man dances. <laughs> and he has the hair that goes over his eyes all creepy thank you Alan thing. Um, those are the same people who think The Room is like the biggest achievement in yeah, cinema oh, history God. Fuck. Oh, that whatever. movie was robbed at the Oscars 
<laughs> so I think I think my favorite uh, Maguire moment is like I do feel like it's not even a Toby Maguire moment. Like I do think like Willem Dafoe <laughs> was a terrifying Green Goblin it's because of his teeth. Like isn't it? yeah, I mean his teeth don't don't scare me as much as Michael Fassbender's teeth. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> like, <laughs> them together. Oh, oh god, I can't. Callback. I can't. Um, but yeah. no, like he he made, he made like a horrifying. Green Goblin, and I think you know, just kind of seeing that for the first time and seeing him like on the the like hovercraft thing was really cool. Um, and then I think, yeah, um, cool. yeah, I think his death scene was pretty epic. Yeah. Too. Also, um, I think something about that, um, like the cheesiness of that scene where he's trying to like use his powers and he's testing it in the wrestling arena yes. and it's the horrible like oh. back alley WWE it's, bullshit and it, but that's yeah. actually Randy Macho Man Savage that he fought oh that's as, amazing as Bonesaw Bonesaw ready for some, for some reason <laughs> we did it at the same time we did it at the same three minutes three minutes oh. of playtime <laughs> for some like that's it. Oh, for some reason, man. one of the like visuals from that movie that is ingrained into my brain is like the fans in the audience with like the bone saw signs. And there's, right. there's someone who's made like a cardboard saw and is like sawing at their arm totally. with it. Well, I, I love the bit where he comes in and they're wheeling the other guy out. It's like, oh my leg! Yeah, I can't feel my leg. Right, it's, it's so cheesy. So and, and Bruce yeah. Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's your name? Human arachnid. What? Well, that Spider-Man. sucks. That sucks. <laughs> I feel that's the thing though. I feel like there were so many scenes in Spider-Man One that were so good, not because of Tobey Maguire, but also um, what's the what's the James the, Franco? No, the guy who plays um, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, oh J.K. Simmons. J.K. Yeah, Simmons. He's oh god, just just him is the, with like the cigar and mm. the horrible haircut. Just I want yeah. pictures of Spider Man. Like, he was so yeah. he was so born good. to be Jonah Jameson. No, like really I want was. I just I don't care J. what iteration it is. If that's the one carryover, I would pay to see him as J. Jonah Jameson in all of mm-hmm. these Spider Man movies. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Garfield ones, mm. I think <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Garfield ones make. Give I love how everyone shifts tone. <laughs> Over to the Garfield. Because I immediately think of the goddamn cat. Oh yeah, like now I get this. Now I get this mental picture of like Garfield the cat in like a like a fat Spider-Man suit. <laughs> so like, Garfield is that suit, and Andrew Garfield scarfing was on. If if anybody else has seen that, like poor, to be fair, like, both characters are equally as snarky, so yes. it's actually not too far fetched. Well, that, that or it's it's just the visual of like the poorly drawn YouTube series Batman Pyro Man, where they're Batman. like, I'm Batman, I'm Pyro Man, and they're yes, like, Gina. they're so fat and so stupid. Batman, you like yeah, but it's given me many many moments of joy. Do you know? But... Do you know how long we laughed about that in high school? It was it was you just, and I would like it was just so dumb and I could space out and it was just Hi, stupid. Hi, Batman. Hi, Batman. Um, but as for the Andrew Garfield ones, like, I I like that his iteration of Spider-Man kind of didn't take himself as seriously oh, yeah. as the Tobey Maguire one did. You know, you get that snark and that sarcasm that was mentioned when we were comparing him to Garfield the Cat moments ago. Um, wow. That when he's getting attacked in uh, the first Amazing Spider-Man and he he goes up against the criminals and he's just like, oh, you found my weakness. It's really small knives. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, that was pretty funny. It's, it's that snark and that sarcasm, I think, that we were kind of missing, especially 
as the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies progressed, yeah. they really started to take themselves way too seriously yeah. for a comic book movie. And, and he, especially a Spider-Man yeah. one. Because, I mean, there's one thing taking it seriously right. if it's like Logan or something like that, where you have the source material that yeah. gives you that. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily get that with Spider-Man. And so... Depends on the, the it, writer. It de- but, yeah, yeah, it depends on the writer. But, like, that, like, what they had started with, with Tobey Maguire, they tried to get, like, too dark too fast and it was it was just balls but yeah it, it it's yeah. interesting though because andrew garfield's character most physically i think resembled the amazing spider-man yeah. um if yeah. you look at the source material like he actually literally looked like the character too no, totally he totally did yeah and i so think that he captured him, yeah. a certain essence that mcguire kind of missed mm-hmm. um sean what was your favorite moments from okay each so favorite each from mcguire is Spider-Man 2, the fight with Doc Ock that ends on the train, and he saves everybody on the train by shooting all the webs, and then he, like, falls to pass out without his mask on, and everybody, like, passes him back like he's Jesus or something, and then the little boys show up with the mask, like, you found something. We won't tell nobody. And they're all like, and then everybody, like, when Doc Ock shows back up again, they're all like, Big pussy from fucking Sopranos is there, and he's like, "You want to get to him? You oh gotta go God. through me." And then everybody goes there, <laughs> but then pussy. quickly they're all just wrecked by fucking Doc Ock's arms. That's yeah. the best moment um, in Tobey Maguire. First, I, I gotta say, I gotta say that um, for me, in the Maguire films, what the it fuck, is... dude? He didn't get to oh, go sorry. to Garfield sorry. yet. You sorry, Sarah, I Sarah you. Let I apologize. Him talk about the cat. I Sarah you. I'm but sorry. But on Continue. top of what Sean is saying, the Doc Ock origin scene of the basically butchering that yeah. whole like Japanese oh, yeah. horror. That's amazing. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. that, that was Sam was Raimi doing a piece fuck. of Evil Dead in. Yeah. Spider-Man oh, totally. 2. It was totally Evil Dead in. I do remember okay. that was so a huge slasher. Like, that scared the shit out of me today when I watched it. I was watching it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, okay. this turned into fucking drag me to hell for like two minutes. Oh god. <laughs> okay, so. What was your favorite Andrew Garfield? I gotta moment? say, it was when him and Gwen Stacy both just wrecked that lasagna in like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they went down on you that. You fucking shit. troll! Give but me, no, give me a real answer. Their chemistry oh, okay. was really good. First, also, when when you said went down on that lasagna, it sounded like a really horrible. Went down on those pasta curtains. <laughs> okay, continue. Pasta Sean, that special at that Italian restaurant is only available for five days a month. Sean, give me a straight answer, please. Come on. So, can I start also? Can I just say, I want to say what my least favorite Andrew Garfield moment was before I say what my favorite was. Okay. Dunking the fucking basketball. (laughs) It was fucking horrible. I was just like, oh. Painful. Painful. Absolutely painful. Favorite is probably uh, end battle with Lizard in the first Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, um, so ah, for McGuire, ah. I... nope, changed my mind. Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man Two when he fights Electro in Times Square was pretty dope. Ooh, Doctor Dubstep, cool. Jamie Fox, yeah, Doctor Dubstep. I, I, I just, I can't. It was so, really good scene kidding. though. When he's, yeah, that I was like a that. really well done action scene. It was really well choreographed yeah. by by animators. I, right. I think no, I can't do it. Uh, so. Think hard and deep, Brian. For, no, I got this. Dig into your. I'm saying soul. I can't commit myself to liking uh, Electro in that movie. No, I'm saying that. Um, for. Okay, so for McGuire, it's a tie between 
Uh, the first one where they're at the bridge in the third act and the people of New York come to his defense. Yeah, so that, That's a really cool... Same thing with Spider-Man 2. I cried during the Spider-Man 2 moment with well the when they cover his eyes and they put the they put the mask on him and everything. It was awesome. Um, yeah. But I think the other moment that it's side with is in <laughs> Spider-Man 2 when... Uh, yeah, he's like, hi. Mary Jane has finally this seen really Peter Parker's Spider-Man. <laughs> and the wall's about to collapse in her and he runs over and he grabs it and he's holding up a whole wall and he's like, hi. She's like, hi. And she's like, this is really heavy. <laughs> um, See, that is the brevity that I fucking adore. Right. I love that shit. I want to um, marry that shit. I want to have think children for me, with that and, shit. For, and for that reason, I think the reason why my favorite moment for the Andrew Garfield movie is the way he reveals that he's Spider-Man to Gwen Stacy. Mm. The whole he uses the web shooter and spins her over. Ugh. It's a little cheesy and romantic, but I no, thought... No, it's the best! But it was awesome. So... Oh, you guys... Least favorite Garfield moment? 90% of Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you guys remember when I got all, when I went, I had like, I was like seven drinks deep. I know. And went to you see said it, this is better than the Avengers. I'm like, like, no, Oh my not. God, the Amazing Spider-Man you... 2 is the best movie ever yeah. made. It's better than the Avengers, guys. I think it's you, better like, you were like, this Avengers. is as good as The Dark Knight. I'm like, holy oh shit. God. God. Yeah, I know. That's God. what I was saying. No, and I... Hardcore Batman fan, but then so then I go to take my wife, my now wife, but then fiance and my friend Chip to see it. I was like, "You guys are gonna lose your fucking mind!" But I was, super <laughs> that time. I was like, "You guys, it's gonna be amazing!" And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, and they're looking at me, and I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> "Yeah, I mean, it, so Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two. What was redeemable was the relationship between Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker. That was the only thread of the movie that really worked. The whole." shoehorning in Harry Osborn and Norman Osborn and the whole mm. they've got a goblin disease bullshit yeah. was it, the if it was better executed I would have been for it and then also shoehorning in the rhino to be in the last 30 seconds of the movie and, he, and in the first 30 seconds of the movie wasn't it Thomas Hayden Church no 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 it was Paul Giamatti oh, Thomas shit, Hayden Church right. was the like Sandman Thomas Hayden Sand Church was the Sandman yeah. Yeah. yeah that they shoehorned in the rhino during a part though that by itself, if it was just a short film on would have been great. Of him where the little boy runs out because Spider Man's been gone and the little boy goes oh, up to no. him. That got yeah. me a teary seven drinks deep yeah. that got me teary eyed. Yeah. And the other thing that bugged me was that the, the whole Oscorp was working on essentially a Sinister Six. Like that you saw when you walk through, you yeah. saw the Doc Ock arms, you saw the vulture wings. I'm like, unnecessary world building, guys. Come on. Mm. Can we just tell this story? See, it needs a this this world has well, always were... needed a better foundation than what it's gotten. Here's how you do world building. You introduce a character, mm. and then you do a glimmer in a post-credit scene. They did Dr. Kurt Connor in all three Sam Raimi movies. Mm. And they were eventually yep. <laughs> going to make him go the lizard, I think, in the fourth one with the vulture. They were setting up, very slowly but surely, Dylan Baker, who, by the way, is a brilliant actor on his own in his own right, though maybe not a household name, to be the, be the lizard. And uh. they never got a chance to do it. So... I don't believe that pair up, Brian. I, wa I watched the National Geographic Channel and Lizards and Vultures. So don't also failed those first three movies. The, the I, studio? Studio interference, um, I would say, is the big one. I think. But then you have a studio. Sam Raimi also yeah. stopped caring. He got thrown a shitload of money for Spider Man 3. Be, he didn't But to be fair, do it. he, he also felt an obligation to bring, to redeem himself with Spider Man 4. He took a lot of convincing. To get Kirsten Dunst and McGuire back on board, he was going to do the Vulture, and he even got John Malkovich 
to agree to be the vulture. Oh, wow. Which, yep. to me, would be like Spider-Man. Just like, <laughs> I want you could, to John put Malkovich. down your web shooters. Could he just be himself? Right could it just be Spider-Man oh. versus John Malkovich? Yeah. Um, would read. It, it would have been... Where Spider-Man be- becomes John Mal- goes into his head with but John literally, Cusack. But literally, Rainey walks into a meeting at Sony, and they find out that he's pitching him Spider-Man 4 with all of his... The people that uh, I've got Kirsten, I've got Toby, I've got John Malkovich... And they're like, yeah, we want to go another way. Oh, and they were already, they had already, like, were planning Amazing Spider-Man by that point. Um, and we never got to see what could have been his salvation, yeah. you know. Their other route was a five-year <laughs> spider drought. I guess so. That, That's what I'm calling my dry spell right now. Spider drought. <laughs> <laughs> This one is okay. I told, like I told you, I don't rely on reviews. Fuck reviewers for the most part. But generally, you can get a decent idea by looking at Rotten Tomatoes and going, if it's above ninety, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like it, and if it's below ten, I'm pretty sure it's a piece of shit. So then, what do you think yeah. about Homecoming? Anywhere in there, though, <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. And the thing that we have to look forward to is that Spider-Man: Homecoming is certified fresh. Oh, thank right God. Now. Oh, nice. It's certified right. fresh, and even though, so the. As of this recording, I think the the embargo on reviews has been lifted. Mm. But prior to that, where the people who were seeing the movie, who were writing the reviews, could only tweet like a couple little comments. Mm. A lot of people are saying that Tom Holland is amazing and that he is many people's now favorite Spider-Man. Well, fuck that. So then. he was already one of my favorite Spider-Men when I <laughs> Spider-Man's when I Spider-Man. I didn't spider me. Go, girl. Welcome to Men on Spider-Man. I give that the two snaps and a web shoot. yeah. Sissy that walk. It always looked like steaming shooting out. I always wanted him to go like Michael Jackson and put it down near that little man's area and shoot the web out. You shoot that web. For anybody who hasn't, you guys are all listening to a podcast have never seen a movie. No, I fucking love moon colors. You kidding me? Jamie Foxx forever. So... And I also love that Tom Holland, by the way, is doing half of his own stunts. Like, because he has a background in gymnastics. Gymnastics. Gym, gymnastics. <laughs> Spider-Man's Boys gymnastics. Not gymnastics, it's gymnastics. He's He does gymnastics. Seriously, this lasagna is really good. <laughs> it's so good. I'm going to go do some gymnastics. Gwen, the is, so, because of his background... Okay, pull it together, Roxy. All right, that's okay, a good episode so, for Roxy. I know, oh, been and great. a terrible episode for me to for editing. Um, but <laughs> because of because of Tom Holland's background in dance and in gymnastics, I mean, he was Billy <laughs> Elliot on the West End, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So um, he's, you know... Please don't cut any of that, Brian. He's going to bring it, and he's we saw his training. He oh, it's been brung. He posted it on social media. We know that half of that stuff is really him doing it, and then the other half, all the dangerous stuff is bad. Oh. So back to gymnastics. Gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it in the most um, British way possible. Tom Holland, if you ever listen to the show, first off, hi. Second of all, we're, so, we're sorry. We really think that. <laughs> hi, uh, this is really heavy. We really think. We really think Spider Man needs to sound like an old, drinking, drunken Regency era Britishman. <laughs> I'm Spider Man, I am. <laughs> Spider-Man oh, the British man. Oh, <laughs> so webby. 
my web shooters are. I my... have to get home to Aunt Meg. Get her home. My dear old aunties. Mary Jane. Oh God. Oh. Mary Jane, wouldn't you like to accompany me to the cinema? <laughs> <laughs> This Saturday. Uh, this Saturday. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> if we did happen, oh, dear no. God. Everyone. Brian, you're missing one line you're supposed to do in that voice. Would you one like more, to see me do gymnastics? <laughs> wait, no. What? Not that. I don't know about you. Wait, wait, no, oh, I got, wait I cut it. it. Oh. Wait, everybody. I don't know about you, Mary Jane, but this lasagna is actually very good. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Brian. Oh, you are just gone off the deep end of oh. that. All right, stop it. We've gone down the lasagna <laughs> rabbit hole, which is You're delirious because of the heat in the nerd cave right oh, now. Oh, God. Oh, my but God. But my heat in my loins is for always for Spider-Man. <laughs> And okay, I think and that's, I want that heat to be ignited by this. And I think that's movie, an excellent okay? way. I think that's an excellent way to, to wrap it up for tonight. Is that actually. too much to ask for? Yeah, well, it is. But seriously, your loins still burn for him, even though he's got Benjamin <laughs> Button disease. You're all about the barely legal. Uh, cop. Okay, so let me ask you this, guys. Uh, yeah. Anyway, hairless. Have you guys? So here's what I want to know. So <laughs> I want to gauge good. your level of excitement. Have you already bought tickets for to see Spider-Man yet? I've not bought tickets, uh, mostly just because, like, because of my work schedule. Yeah. Going to the movies is, like, an event. Do you remember I, the days we used to go to midnight screenings like it was no yeah. thing? I'm getting too fucking old for this Too old for this real, shit. though, right? God I'm damn. Too, we're fucking, um, we're turning into fucking like, Samuel L. Jackson. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't even go to Fantastic Beasts for, like, a midnight show, and that was, that was a, that was a feat. I'm just, like, I wanted no. to, and I was just, like... God, I gotta work tomorrow. Fuck. Gina, but... I totally made a wrong reference. We're Danny Glover up in this bitch. I know. We are lethal. We are lethal weaponing it. Oh, I know. We are you guys are full of shit. shit. I, I am 34, okay? <laughs> if anything, I'm Murtaugh and Riggs, but I work two jobs and I still go to midnight showings on Thursday. No, and my Friday's no, miserable. Yeah, that's fair. I, Friday is looking miserable. Like, I'm gonna be honest with all of you. Like, I'm excited for Spider Man mm, Homecoming, yeah. but, like, Spider Man has never been something that I've been crazy Whoa. excited about and so it's something like there there are other mo- movies or other superheroes i would prioritize over spider-man yeah. um i get po- it yeah uh, harry, harry po- potter yeah. the lord of the rings and the <laughs> shitty star wars prequels were all happening around spider-man so people were distracted <laughs> people were distracted uh, i mean i know and also just like I just there there's just a lot I have going Gina, on. Gina, no one's blaming you. We're just giving you shit. No, but, I know it's you know. cool, but no, I have not I have not bought tickets to Spider Man. I am looking forward to it, and I'm hoping I can take like a spontaneous trip to the movies. But yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. No, I need you to be there so you can be my uh, my buffer because God knows I'll need one if all Roxy, things go you well. Already, you already <laughs> said you're gonna need like a splash zone <laughs> for this, so I don't know if I want to be. There you go. Sitting within a like three seat radius. Can of you be you. like my representative and like explain to the good people of Almaden what's my problem? I'm sorry, problem? my friend came on you in the theater. <laughs> I don't. I, I will Jesus. be proclaimed. I will be incapacitated. I, I will don't not be think functional. That's gonna come across very well. You know what, Gina? This is what friends are for. Okay, take one for the team. <laughs> all right. I'm ready for this. I was born ready. <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic, but you there know, you that's me. That's great. What about you, Brian? Uh, I am super pumped for this movie. Sean, I hey, hey. have a friend. Hey, yeah. Hey. 
we see yeah. it. This is an audio podcast, and as we know it, Sean is dangling his little Spider-Man figurine in front of the okay. camera for us to so, gawk at. Okay, so jerk. I have a friend who has already bought a row out uh, at the, the Shorelines, which is one of those theaters, for those who don't know, who where you can reserve your seats. He's bought out a row for two screenings. Wow. Because he wants to see it. Because he wants to cry in it and, after it sucks. Um, <laughs> I'm just he's, saying. I, I have an invitation to both of those screenings. I just I don't know which one I'm going to go to yet. So well, look I've you. got, I'm going to go see it for sure. Cool. Um, Twice? I'm super pumped about it. I'm probably going to see it this weekend. Who is this um, person? Are they some fucking Silicon Valley VC motherfucker? <laughs> Not necessarily, no. No. No, are they doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who they are. Just that they're very generous. Interestingly enough, I got invited to a like midnight show of like Planet of the Apes, Ooh. but not Spider Man. I want to see mm. Planet of the Apes so fucking bad too. <laughs> so, Sean, do you have tickets to see Spider Man? I do not because Durango is not really a town where you have to buy tickets. You just have to show up thirty minutes before. <laughs> you, they don't sell out online very often. The last time I saw that happen, where most of them sold out online, was for. Force Awakens, and they played yeah. it in every single one of the nine theaters in the nine theater complex that we have, nice. and it sold out the day before. Well, I mean, it is episode seven. Yeah, it was so. episode yeah, seven. So. We were there for like six hours waiting, and we ordered pizzas and shit. I've told the story, but yeah. no, I that's not something I love. Spider, I when when Spider Man the first three movies came out, I was fucking balls to the wall. Spider Man. <laughs> now I'm like Spider Man the first, <laughs> Esquire. Yep, Esquire. Yeah. That's wild, bitch. So, um, unfortunately, <laughs> we don't have any feedback, ladies and gentlemen. Wah, wah. We haven't had a backsped in a long time. I know. We we need to get some feedback going because guys. we've been AWOL for a minute. So yeah, yeah. that's true. But we've been we've had consistently three episodes running on on schedule. So well, uh, we're back in guys, it now. Well, it's we fine. lost we're... all the flyover states just before the election <laughs> because right? we kept talking shit about Trump. Yeah, about that. But so, hey, you know, we have Gina now, so we want to hear what you guys think, and we want our girl to get more love. So damn, Gina. Indeed. Welcome to Nerdotomy. Absolutely. Um, so, Sean, why don't you tell our listeners how they can become uh, a feeders of the back? Well, sure there's multiple ways that you could feed our backs. You could yeah. go to our website and click on that Talk to Us button, and then that will take you to a contact form where you can contact us via email. You can also find our emails on uh, nerdonomy.com if you want to rip us a new one personally. You can mm-hmm. go to our Facebook page, Twitter account, or Instagram, and you can also either send us messages, tag us, love us, come up with weird hashtags based on things we've said, like hashtag Garfield Lasagna Spiderman or something. <laughs> <laughs> or gymnastics. <laughs> gymnastics. Four A's. We want everybody to have the same one, so four A's. <laughs> or Foxy Roxy's Spider-Man Moxie. Foxy, Spider- no, Foxy Roxy Spider Proxy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like it. That's all the ways that you can feed our backs. Carrier pigeon is also acceptable, as Sarah has said in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed, but think the most sonar. important thing you can do, like dolphins, sonar. in addition to sonar <laughs> and carrier pigeons, or even, you know, dare we say, Ouija Raven. boards. Ouija boards. You will love that, dude. Girl. You'll be all in that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, the most important thing you can do, though, is spread the word of nerd like a bird turd. So, tell your friends and family about our show, and please make sure they are at least the age 18. Please love us. So that they listen, because this is a very explicit podcast. Oh, yeah. So, Dicks. Um, Butts. Uh, coconuts. Semen. God damn it. We Labia. love the Navy. 
in yeah. the Navy. So uh, <laughs> I have nothing further to say at this point. So you know what, nerds? It is that time. And uh, tune into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Nerdonomy.com. See ya. Bye. Peace. Gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> and roll credits. And now, famous movie quotes you should not say during sex. You're going nowhere! I got you for three minutes! Three minutes of playtime!